So welcome to the webinar on AWS architect certifications. So my name is Krish. I'll be your speaker for this webinar. So just to give you an introduction about my profile team, I've been working as a um, in the IT for the last uh, 18 plus years and I've been working in cloud from uh, 2010 onwards and I've been a consultant and train and uh, enterprise cloud cloud architect for a lot of companies worldwide. I basically support the companies to migrate to cloud platform and basically I support them to design and manage the proper cloud strategy and cloud solutions. I am also a trainer that I do training for AWS Azure uh, and various other cloud technologies and cloud security architecture. That's about my profile team. For more information, you can visit my LinkedIn profile. So let's start now team. So today, the first thing we are going to discuss is about what exactly is the key cloud certification. Just want to give you an introduction about what is a cloud certifications. Then what all things you have to learn before you go to a cloud certification like there's that's a question that I always get from many participants that what all things or what all key requirements we must be able to uh, have before we start with the cloud computing and what all certifications are there specifically with AWS and what is the importance and how we can basically learn the AWS architect certifications or in fact what exactly is like being an architect like there is a that's a common question which uh, you always have to keep in mind when being an architect what is our job role or what kind of job is being an architect that is something which we will learn and then I will tell you how to update or how to get updated in the various uh, you know changing scenarios and all that's what we are going to discuss in this session so first of all team there is something called as a cloud certifications so there is a first thing which I I tell in almost every batches I am taking the first thing is the team do you really need a cloud certification like for example there are many people that tell me that so Krish, I want to get a career in AWS or I want to get a career in Azure or I want to get a career in GCP or cloud computing or uh, cloud architecture cloud security so do we need to really go for a cloud certification that is something which most people ask me on that so team there are two things <clears throat> So one is skills and the second one is assurance. There are two words. One word is basically what we call as a skill and the second word is a assurance. So like for example, first thing is that for you to basically work in a cloud computing platform or basically if you want to work in some technologies certification doesn't matter first and the most important point which we have to understand is that for working in a company or basically for implementing a cloud technology strategy or for implementing a cloud architecture you don't need to have a certification so there what primarily matters is your skills actually so whenever you're going for any training or any kind of learning pathway for a particular technology always focus on this first one always focus on your skill and that is the first thing and in fact there is a lot of people asking so Krish, i'm already having some five years experience in a cloud platform or i'm having some serious amount of experience in my cloud platform so do i have to get a certification and the first thing I tell everyone in that is the team the skill is the primary thing which matters the skill is the primary thing like in the sense means what skills that is what we are going to discuss in the session so primarily team the skill is the something which basically matters to us and the second thing is what we call as a assurance okay now let's assume that you are coming to my company for an interview or let's say for example you are basically uh, telling the client that you can implement something or basically you are actually uh, 
mean going to a company where they need a cloud architect how do the company have an assurance that you have the proper skills why do i take this iso 27001 etc like for example for my organization why do you basically go for the iso 27001 or nist certifications etc team i can work without this also right do we really is it mandatory for every security company or every company to have the certification team how will you provide the assurance see i am telling you don't worry team my data center is completely certified for the iso 27001 don't worry you can do the transaction on my website i am i am completely capable of providing you a security for the transactions but as a client how do they have an assurance over that that assurance like for example if you basically go to a website which is pcds certified or let's say if you have a hipaa certified you have a baseline guarantee you have a at least a minimum level of assurance that they are capable of providing that particular security mechanisms and they have proved it okay the same thing the ditto the same thing is what i always talk about the certifications so the first and the primary thing as i told you before is never think about the certification first is always your skills i will tell you how to develop a proper cloud skill and how to i how to basically you know optimize it and the second thing is that you can basically get certifications but basically you know uh, i am a, i am a person who basically you know uh, don't uh, prefer people to have hundreds of certifications or basically go for a thousands of certifications and all it's basically something to just prove your skills so you may asking chris sukrish why do you hold a lot of certifications see the same thing i told you because i am i am also doing the training as well so i want to show my clients that i am certified on it that's how they are able to get an assurance before they come to me like the same way if you have a certification it basically provides a entrance it provides basically provides a primary baseline assurance for the employers or for your company or for your clients that regarding your skills okay but that is the only thing that is that is the end of it that doesn't mean that certification is always required after that it's just to start it just to have an initial identification right so that is the first thing team so whenever you are studying for any cloud courses the primary thing you must focus is on your skill part and cloud offers a lot of certification when you go to a cloud computing scenarios there is a lot of certifications for example we have something called as a vendor specific certification like there is a lot of cloud providers in the market right we have a aws we have a azure we have a gcp we have a oracle ibm alibaba digitalocean we have a lot of cloud vendors in the market so all these cloud vendors almost every common cloud vendors are providing some kind of certifications so in aws you have almost 12 certifications in azure you have hundreds of certifications in gcp also you have a lot of certifications so every cloud service providers nowadays are providing a lot of certifications this is the case of a vendor neutral cert mean vendor specific certifications like whatever you learn let's say for example if you basically go for aws certification that means that you are learning things specifically to aws if you go for a azure certification you are learning things specifically to azure if you are going for a gcp you are learning specifically to the google cloud platform like the same way there is something called as a vendor neutral certifications also like there are many certifications in the market which is uh, talking about the cloud in a generic manner they are not biasing to any cloud service provider they are talking about the various cloud platforms the cloud governance aspects and a lot of things like that in fact i have done multiple webinars on this you can just refer to the youtube on that what i want to tell you is that team 
so the first and the primary thing which you have to keep in mind before you go to a cloud certification is that this is my recommendation team you can just uh, understand this very clearly so <clears throat> i'm talking about a baseline like if you want to start in a cloud platform what is the skills you need i'm not never i'm never talking about the specific things for each certification i'm talking about what are the key skills before you move to a cloud platform and in what level you need it and first and foremost i always tell everyone whether if you are a developer or a tester or an operations person or a, a linux person or a windows guy or anything like that the first thing is that team you must have a fundamentals of networking knowledge this is basically very important team so fundamental networking knowledge is very important that is always most important for any people who start with the cloud computing because in the cloud we are accessing everything via network like for example let's say now if i'm going to aws or now if i'm going to azure or gcp or any cloud platform you are accessing everything via network so you must understand the fundamentals like for example you must be always familiar with the concepts like you know protocols then fire means the network devices like firewalls uh, routers which is just the con concepts is fine so you must exactly know what a particular firewall will do you must know what is the role of a router you must know what is the role of a switch that is something which is very important the common protocols the common port numbers ip addressing then uh, the the concepts like dns dhcp etc these kind of fundamentals are basically very important for a person like vpn so it's very important to have a fundamental basic baseline level of knowledge for any person to start with the cloud computing it's a primary thing first and the primary thing okay this is a mandate thing like you know in fact i have seen that even if you are a developer so krish i am a developer i am i am doing the development process so why do i have to learn this if you don't learn all these things then how can you basically connect to a remote server then how can you basically uh, think about the <clears throat> access control mechanisms or how can you think about the various uh, you know how do i know how to push my code to the cloud platform for all these things the, this is a very important thing to have a fundamental networking knowledge then the second most important thing which you must have is the team you must have a very decent knowledge of security okay so there is a very important thing called as it security or basically you know cyber security fundamentals is also very important so krish is it really important to us so team when you when you basically go to any company some few years back like for example let's say if you are a person who is going who is working in any organization some 10 years back it is not mandatory that you have to be aware of cyber security or you have to be aware of the information security architecture because end of the day you're not much concerned about security but now everybody is using smart devices everything is basically on internet every data is basically on your internet so in that time what happens team you must you must understand that this is a unavoidable most important area or of expertise which you need that is basically what we call as a cyber security fundamentals in fact i have seen that like you can check the internet like you know there is a news that now there is a huge amount of openings there the us and other countries are now trying to fill up a huge amount of opening for the security information security jobs the reason is because that is something which is always most important to us for example let's say you are a developer what happens if you don't know uh, the common vulnerabilities or threats in your application you are a operations expert or let's say you are a network expert what happens if you are not aware of the network security challenges 
let's say if you are a person who is working in an operating system what happens if you don't know how to harden the operating system like this for every aspects for learning it cyber security fundamentals mean security fundamentals is a key thing this is a mandate skill i will say that this is a mandate skill for each and every person that's the first thing then the third one is the team it is very important for you to basically know some os fundamentals like you know os like we can say server administration fundamentals so i i'm not saying that you have to mastering again i'm not saying that you have to go mastering on this but still it is very important to have a knowledge on basic things like this identity management uh, active directory uh, you know the the various kind of uh, windows server concepts linux concepts so these kind of concepts are good to learn like i'm not saying it is mandatory for you to come to my session or basically go to any training session but before you start with a career in cloud or if you want to basically be a successful person after uh, you know getting this cloud certifications these are some skills which the company will ask you to get for okay then in the fourth one is basically always you know it's about again the fundamental knowledge in programming and scripting so in fact you can basically find a lot of people in the internet who say the same thing also you need to have a foundation knowledge in programming and scripting so krish uh, because of that reason i am not coming to cloud i am going to some other certification because if i go to cloud and if there is a programming or scripting knowledge required i am not good in it i don't basically i am not happy with it so let me go for something else see the the reason why you are basically feeling the same is because you are trying to be a programmer see the my first point is a team what is our job you are going to be working in cloud or maybe you are going to be working in a particular aspect of cloud in that perspective okay you don't have to learn the complete programming or complete like for example you don't have to be master in java or you don't have to be master in uh, php or you don't have to be master in uh, python you don't have to be master in json but at the same time you need to have a fundamental knowledge in the sense means let me tell you see as a as a enterprise cloud architect i am i am an enterprise cloud architect who basically support the companies to transition to cloud platform and basically design and uh, solutions for them and all so the primary thing which i which i always feel is that in fact in my job also what i feel is that team there is a lot of scenarios every day i face where i have to to see some script i have to see some you know key uh, some script or some we can say some programming uh, languages and all but what i always do is that team i never learn it completely because this is not my primary job what i will do is that team for doing this i what i will do is that as i told you in all my previous sessions i learn the structure okay i learn the structure of that language like for example let's say for json okay we have a you be open a curly bracket we go close a curly bracket we have a comma after this we have a uh, section like action after this so i just learn the very high level structure of the thing and basically what happens we have a lot of developers or we have a lot of code in the internet which is already predefined there so i take the code i know how to customize it okay so learning the structure is basically a very good thing just to know the fundamental structure of that programming like especially python or json these are two things which i always prefer python and json these are basically very good to learn if you want to go to a cloud computing <clears throat> so krish i am going to networking so if you go to networking or cloud or security or anything like that even software testing or anything like that this will be there 
okay so krish i am trying to learn excel i will learn microsoft excel so there is no programming there also you have a programming there so wherever you go these things are always there for you so what you have to do is the team just learn the structure it will take hardly an hour for you to learn just the structure of that language then use something called as a top down approach what is top down approach top down approach means a team you don't learn the code from the scratch you take a code and you basically try to to you know disintegrate the code or basically you try to dissect the code that is what we call as a top down approach for example let's say if i give you a code i i don't want you to write it by yourself i want you to basically understand how to customize the code or i want you to understand what if i make some changes how do i basically work on it so these are the fundamental skills which is basically required for you to basically start with a cloud computing it is mandatory like i have seen many people tell you this is not required or this is not required or this is not required so what i am saying is that team these are all mandatory for you to learn i'm not saying it's for it's required for learning if you want to work in cloud computing these things will basically come at least uh, means a week every week you will face any of these things in the but also just learn the very high level things of it and last but not least i wanted to add this because for the last 2 years i felt in every job they are asking basic understanding of devops agile etc <clears throat> these are basically very important so krish devops is basically a lot of tools never so you have to understand why devops is basically very important what is the software development life cycle if you have this understand like what is agile if you have the understanding of these all things also this will basically satisfy every requirements you are having this is completely optional but i have seen in now in every jobs i am seeing this for example let's say now you go to organization so agile makes things more dynamic as you said agile makes things more dynamic like for example from the point we are getting the customer requirements of a customer to develop the project to deploy the project i can basically make it a more easy and flexible process i can basically make sure that all my team members like developers testers operations management every team members or every project teams work together in an effective manner to deliver a project right now for many reasons companies go for this agile model and we use different things like scrum etc anyway for implementing the agile model and to make sure that the agile is basically working as expected there is a strategy there is a culture there is a movement we have in the company called as a devops which stands for development and operations basically it's a process on how to basically ensure that the code is properly passed or code is properly deployed and all these things means i don't i'm not discussing about this in much team but just i'm telling you so if you have very basic understanding of devops also it's very really good these are some key skills which is required for you if you want to start with the cloud computing this is my recommendation team okay this is a very important thing which you must have if you want to start with cloud computing perfect now team the next one is that now the next thing is that as i told you that we have a lot of cloud providers who is there and now the top vendor in the market is always aws right definitely you know i'm not saying aws is the best provider we have lot of providers and you choose the best one purely based on your business requirements so what is the role of a, or why aws is basically a very good provider for the cloud platform because the reason is that now aws provides very effective and sophisticated solutions for meeting almost every customer requirements and they are the one who started the cloud in 
it is basically started and what happens all the other cloud service providers has started after aws so now amazon web services or aws is the top vendor for the from the 2006 onwards till now aws is the top vendor in the public cloud platform okay and basically you know even if we have other vendors also they always remain there for they always keep their first position so in aws also in azure also in gcp also it is not designed for a single kind of person or a single type of company so because of that reason like for example i have i'm getting this question always like when i teach my aws certification trainings okay like i i teach for aws certification trainings also when i basically go for teaching my aws certification the first thing that people ask the first thing that people ask me is that okay the first thing that people ask me is that so krish uh do we do we have to learn everything in aws that's a common question i'm getting like in aws you can see a lot of uh, you know a lot of uh, what we can say see lot of <coughs> services here see i can show you an example you can see that in aws we have a lot of services the same is there for azure also so do we have to learn all these services or do we have to basically master all these things you can find a lot of service in aws in azure in gcp every cloud platform so the first point is that these are something which are required for different companies or different purposes so you have to learn the most common services and their uses that is a basic thing and aws provides you different pathway for doing it okay aws basically provide you many tools or many different pathways for doing it starting from the foundation certification to the architect certification to the specialty certifications they provide you with a lot of certifications for various purposes i will just give you an understanding about what all things are doing in this certification then i will focus on the architect part of it so there is a first certification we have called as a aws certified cloud practitioner this is the most simple and foundation level certification in aws okay we have a certification called as a aws certified cloud practitioner so i'm not saying it as per the uh, as per the aws website i'm saying it in my aspect like for example now i always tell that let's say even if you are a manager you must be a technical person nowadays correct me if i'm wrong team like for example if you, you are a manager who is managing a team of uh, cloud professionals or you are a, you are a manager who is basically driving the security strategy or you are a manager who is driving the whole cloud and aws azure etc so is it required for the manager to understand the cloud platform team yes see let me tell you a point on this team the see there's a word okay now now let's say that there's a person who is just studied the mba or who is basically from a, a different background he is from a pure management background but at the same time see a manager is basically leading the team of pro professionals so we have a person one here we have a person two here the all these people are basically working as a part of his team and the manager is basically reporting to the business so basically what happens so the business is having something called as a business requirements and the manager is the one who basically coordinates all these things right like ensure the projects are happening properly and things are working let me this is my simple doubt that you are a manager who basically have to who is basically working in a business and you are working in a cloud project if you don't understand the cloud lingo if you don't understand that cloud language like i'm talking about shared responsibility model i'm talking about SLN contracts i'm talking about is pass and sas if i don't understand their language what my team is talking about then how do i guide them how do i basically support them in some hassles 
when they are facing some bottlenecks or challenges how do i guide them also like for example you are talking to your client regarding something and if you don't know what is your client requirement so krish for understanding client requirement we have a technical person but yes but you must ensure that that is basically um, aligned as per the business requirements right so nowadays what i see in my whole experience in my whole means when i wherever i see in my company's team if the if the if the management person is also having some technical know-how or just a high level understanding and not saying he is someone who is going to sit tomorrow and do the configurations or he is something who is working on all the cloud solutions but just a very high level knowledge on all these things can help and change the strategy a lot, lot more see i'll give an example team now and now let's assume that i'm i'm heading a project okay where i am having some people who is under me in my previous company i was actually having some 25 people who is basically working under me on various things so i came from the technical background or basically i have a basic technical background on that just because of that reason i was able to understand many concerns they were having and i was able to you know just push them to that particular process easily so my recommendation is a team like if like you can just check the internet nowadays or basically you can check the companies nowadays if a management person is having some aware or that manager guy is basically having some high level awareness of some security or basically the cloud or whatever he is working on it can make the job much more easier like to to understand the way we talk to understand the way to respond to the queries to understand the way to basically in the meetings like you know he can he can basically make become a very good proxy for routing the queries for all these things anyway i'm just trying to give you a heads up team but what i what I just plan to say is that if you are a person who want to learn in a very high level what is cloud computing or what is aws or basically what are the key services offered if you want if you are basically a person who want to learn all these things then this is the best certification you can go for so krish i am not working in cloud platform or i don't want to basically be a part of the cloud part of the technical stuff in the cloud platform but if you just want to learn the cloud what is cloud computing how it works what is shared responsibility model what is a well architected framework what is the key service in the cloud platform and all you can go for something called as a aws certified cloud practitioner so this is basically in in azure we have something called as az900 the same thing azure fundamentals in aws we have something called as a aws certified cloud practitioner it's a foundation certification so i i very strongly recommend this just in case if you are a person who are who just want to have a very high level knowledge of cloud computing platform just go for this foundation level certification either go for this one or the azure az900 okay this will give you a very high level thing this is not going much in practical we have some practicals but it's more about the concepts and understanding of the various cloud solutions okay that is what we call as a foundation level certification called as a cloud practitioner <clears throat> then we have something called as a team associate level certifications so this is basically a very interesting thing there is something called as a cloud associate level certifications what do you mean by associate level that means that you want to start with the cloud journey you are a developer or a, you are a uh, engineer or a operations guy or a, you want to become an architect or if you want to start with any of the cloud roles or cloud technical roles this is the point where we start this is the point where we start and aws offers three track in this one is the aws certified solutions architect associate which most people know because this is the most taken certification in aws 
then we have something called as a AWS developer associate then we have something called as a AWS sysops administrator associate. yes yes that's what I'm telling you so if you are a person who basically want to start with cloud computing and you want to go to the technical stuff on that then start with this particular associate level that's the first thing I say like you're a new you're a person who is new to cloud computing platform and if you want to start with the cloud then go for this associate level certificate that's the first thing to go for so what is the difference between these three so I will tell you the first one and the last one is almost similar the difference is that in the first one last one this is more about the operations perspective and this is made basically more about the design perspective so end of the day you are studying almost the same services what I feel is that approximately 90 to 95 percent topics are basically same if you go for these two things the topics are almost same but maybe you know the perspective of the questions are different that's all except that basically for both of them you are, you feel almost the things are very same and this is basically for developers like for example what are the key services that a developer has to learn in the cloud computing platform in fact that is one very important point i won't tell you if you if there are some developers here so this is also a question which is very common so krish i am a developer i know java i know dotnet i know python i know uh, json i know uh, asp dot and i know everything then why do i have to learn cloud computing platform so my answer for that is team if you are a developer who already know about uh, okay you who already know about the what we can say uh, programming languages and databases and all but if you are developing a solution for the cloud platform if you are a person who is you, you are working in a company where cloud is basically so prevalent and basically if you don't understand the benefits of cloud platform or the risk of cloud platform then how can you basically utilize it for example let's say in cloud we have something called as a pass platform where what we can do we can basically just simply put the code and the cloud will do the rest you can basically have IaaS platform you have a SaaS kind of services you have a lot of risk and challenges in the cloud platform so as a developer it's hundred percent important for him to understand the cloud computing the cloud development strategies the key cloud solutions to make his job easier to deploy things in cloud for all these things this can basically help a lot so but i stop but uh, in my personal experience what i have seen is that team either if you are a developer or operations person or architect person this is something which basically helps you to understand grab to any job role to start with it this is a really good thing so here we are not learning any programming here we are not learning any kind of programming or scripting certain specific services we are learning a little bit more that's the only difference so my personal recommendation is the team when you were going for associate level certification either if you want to be a cloud engineer or cloud associate or basically cloud architect or maybe a developer or whatever it is this is something which is basically very good to start much better than this these things i feel which is a very good starting point <clears throat> if you go for the aws cloud platform the aws solutions architect associate and don't worry we will discuss about this we will just discuss about this in more detail let me just discuss or two more things and I'll come back to this then we have something called as a professional level in fact I will say one of the very challenging the most challenging AWS certification is what we call as a AWS professional certifications the reason is because when you basically go for a AWS certification okay and when you go for a professional certification trust me you will never find even a single question 
which will give you any straightforward approach they will give you a very complex scenarios complex architectural scenarios in every question in these exams will give you very complex architectural scenarios and challenges and they will ask you how do we respond to it or what is the best practice how can we fix this like that okay so this is basically what there is a certificate called as aws architect professional so what do you mean by this whatever things you have studied in the aws certified solutions architect associate the same things you are learning in much more a deeper perspective when you go for this aws architect professional certification that's the only difference so there is no no much difference whatever things you are learning in the aws associate level certification that is what we are learning in a more deeper perspective in the aws professional level certification okay but it's very really tough to pass because basically what happens is that you need to be mastering every services and every details on the service you're learning if you want to basically become a aws architect professional <clears throat> then we have something called as a devops engineer professional so this is a very common thing so devops means you're always thinking about a lot of tools right like docker kubernetes jenkins chef puppet you have a lot of tools which we basically work with right when you go for the something called as a aws devops engineer professional you are learning how to implement devops in the cloud that is what we are learning if you go for the aws devops engineer certification it's a very unique certification which i gave some one year back means a few months back so this certification is basically you know completely focusing on how do you properly implement the whole devops in the cloud platform for example so normally we have a tool called as git what is the git it's a tool for version control the same i mean it's tool for storing the data i mean code and all right the same tool in aws we have something called as a code commit example like the same way we have different tools in aws which is basically where we can implement the devops this is what we call as a professional level certifications in aws <clears throat> I'll come to this architect professional again team just to give you an idea. Then we have something called as a specialty. So when you say specialty certifications, specialty is I have seen very many people confuse you in the LinkedIn and all saying that these are very tough. But I will say that this is basically much more flexible and easier because they are focusing on only one aspect. Like for example, if you go for security, they are thinking about security only. In every question you are getting, in every scenario you are working on, you are thinking about security. If you go for the AWS certified security specialty, if you go for this certification, they are purely talking in the perspective of database only. So these are specializations where which allows you to basically, you know, get more details or understand more details based on your job role like for example i always i normally conduct trainings on this aws security specialty where everybody is concerned about that because what happens you know how to implement things on aws but once you know how to implement things on aws how do you know that whatever you have done is properly secure or how do you ensure the security of your cloud platform and that is what you learn in the aws certified security specialty like this we have many certifications in aws for various purposes so today I'm going to focus on something called as a AWS certified solutions architect associate and professional. This is what I want to focus on today. AWS certified architect associate and architect professional. So before I start with this team, I want to tell you the meaning of this word solution architect. Okay, that's a really interesting word, right? Solutions architect 
or solutions a solution architect see this is not so clear to most people when you say solution architect there are two words we have solution and architect right we have a two words we have a solution and we have an architect <clears throat> what do you mean by solution team see when you say the word solution solution is a architecture or a plan or a idea or a suggestion you basically put in place to meet your business or client requirements okay you have a you have a requirement you are basically trying to figure out a proper plan or design or idea or architecture or suggestion for a particular scenario which is happening that is what we call as a solution and the architect is the person who basically designs it right so when so the solution architect means that team you are actually designing the solutions for various scenarios okay that is the first thing so when talking about solution the first thing is that see the person called as a solutions architect is a cloud computing expert i repeat the word is a cloud computing expert who can design the solution who can plan the solution who can ensure the solution is basically meeting all the business requirements and all these things so krish what is the main thing are we simply suggesting solutions or when you become a solution architect are you trying to simply suggest the solutions not exactly like the team how do you uh, like for example let's say what is the primary concern or do we have a primary concern when talking about designing a solution team brand value see you tell me a lot of things right like the same way when talking about cloud solutions these are the key factors which we have to keep in mind while designing solution definitely security matters we all know security matters right what is security security means that okay like for example when talking to the cloud platform how do i ensure the user management user security data security proper security controls how do i ensure the cia confidentiality integrity availability that's a security then there is a word called as reliability so the cloud is going to cloud tomorrow you say cloud is risky we will go back to on premises again after some time you will plan to do something else that is not something the company can work on right the company want to have a proper reliable solution that means there like even if something happens we must have a proper bcdr plan then we must have a proper uh, you know distributed model for designing the systems we must have a proper recovery scenarios we must be able to have a dynamic environment where we can adapt to the changes then talking about performance performance is very important right how do i basically choose the proper performance requirements or how do i identify my performance challenges how do i monitor my performance how do i maintain the efficiency for my business that is what we call as a performance efficiency what is operational excellence like for example when some changes are happening how do i respond to the changes how do i basically automate the change management process how do i basically manage the events how do i tackle the proper compliance requirements that is the operational excellence and cost you know cost is a very important factor in cloud platform how do i properly manage my budgets how do i select the proper services and make sure they are inside my budget i'll give an example team now let's us suppose that so in aws we have a solution called as a aws shield okay aws shield the aws shield is something where uh, it is a ddos protection okay the approximate cost of this particular security solution is 3000 us dollars per month okay the approximate cost is that it can be 
3000 us dollars 3000 us dollars per month a company is there who is basically having a monthly turnover of 6000 us dollars can they basically use the solution team what do you feel can they go for the solution why because see i want ddos protection then it, this is the only thing which i am having then why how, what what will i do see the definitely first point is that whenever talking about a solution the solution must be able to meet our requirements plus the solution must be feasible and there must be a proper cost benefit analysis that means that the company's profit is 6000 us dollars and if you if you have to spend 50% only for a particular solution like this it is never possible for the organization right so they want to have the protection of d4 dos <clears throat> but this is not feasible for them so this this is something which i cannot think of for a company like this so what i will do i will use some other solution like i will go for something like like aws waf or maybe some third party tools but end of the day i want to implement this for sure i want to implement a proper protection there but i need to make sure that solution is also within the cost which we can manage which is basically as a part of my, which is basically something which is feasible inside my business so i just want to buy a car without any reason okay shall i i'm i'm by simply having 10 lakh rupees with me can i go for a ferrari no right it's all about my requirements and how much i am ready to spend and there is one more pillar which they have added now called as sustainability pillar see team do you know that uh, when you when you basically have a data center and all which is this is something which most people are least concerned about <clears throat> sustainability we always hear about greenhouse this melting of the antarctica and a lot of things like that right and we just watch that news and we for we just forget it do you know that the it information technology or basically the it companies or basically the enterprise businesses are a a very much serious threat they are causing to the, the to the environment like for example every companies are having data centers they are having massive amount of servers they are having massive infrastructure it can produce a lot of problems to the environment right what why because they are basically you know if you can just search it it's basically you know it's giving a lot of impact but at the same time when you go to a cloud computing platform it needs or it eliminates your need of deploying your own data center right and by choosing the proper cloud solutions and utilizing your solutions effectively it you can basically help the environment also very much okay so by minimizing the environmental impact by running cloud workloads and choosing the proper cloud solution sizes and maximizing the utilization of each of things you the things you are having what happens it can help us to have a proper sustainability like this if you want to become a solution architect all these six characteristics all these six factors you must be keep in mind when choosing a cloud solution just think about how complicated it is so krish i want to buy a mobile phone can i say okay you go for iphone you go for android no right like the same way you are telling me so krish i want to deploy my server and cloud platform can i say go to go to aws ec2 or go to azure vm never it's about first of all i have to understand your requirements then think in each of these perspective i have to think about security i have to think about reliability i have to think about this i have to think about this everything i have to think about and then only i can suggest a solution this is why becoming an aws solution or cloud solutions architect is a very complicated thing okay this is why we need very very you know complicated solutions for doing it so for this team i am just giving you some examples on this
that is why I'm what I'm saying is that whenever you go cloud platform there is the one of the key job roles we are having is what we call as a cloud architect and as I told you before these skills are mandatory before you start with the cloud platform like don't don't tell me Sukresh in the in the YouTube or somebody told me that's not required for their job but trust me team these things are at least minimal level of required in almost every jobs you specify so please make sure this prerequisites you are able to meet if you have some queries like to Sukresh how do I learn this or do we have any uh, or how how do I start with this or how do I learn this let me know I will help you with that team I'll tell you where to start or how to start no problem <clears throat> so this is the key job role when you are basically learning something called as a AWS solutions architect and that is what I am trying to teach you in this whole two things the AWS certified solutions architect associate and the AWS certified solutions architect professional so as I told you these are not two, dif two different things when you basically go for this thing what are things you're learning in this particular course you're learning in a much more detailed perspective if you go for a AWS architect professional okay I want to give you a high level idea on the certifications and then we'll basically plan for the rest and now going to the AWS website to show you something so here team this is my the AWS website and you can see all the certifications here I'm just opening the first one called as a AWS certified solution architect associate so now as as i told you before i mean in the previous webinars and all this certification is now expiring and they are planning to have a new exam version on the the, the exam name is same but the exam code and the contents are different from august 29 okay now from august 30 they are having a new version of this exam called as a saa c03 okay so first of all let me tell you what is this so if you this is something which I say that if you want to basically start with the AWS cloud platform and if you want to master the AWS cloud platform this is the one which we have to start with the AWS certified solutions architect associate so Chris I want to basically learn uh, how to how to become an architect or basically I want to learn how I can or to get a job in cloud computing or to get a job in AWS cloud platform then this is the best thing to start with the AWS certified solution architect associate and the biggest challenge that most people understand is that if you want to learn this this needs a lot of things you have to learn sales team you have to learn a lot of this is the exam guide just I'm sharing this for your reference this is something which basically needs you know they are they have divided the whole course into four domains one is designing the secure architecture design a resilient architecture design high performance architecture design cost optimized architecture so they have divided the whole course into four domains design secure architecture design resilient architecture design high performance architecture and design cost optimized architecture so in this course team you are basically having multiple things now you know like uh, they are having you are having a lot of things you have to learn and out of this they have seen they have given two words they have given uh, two words one is basically knowledge of and skills in okay knowledge and skills so what is the difference between knowledge and skill team so what when you say knowledge okay knowledge means that it is basically an understand this is talking about the understanding okay like becoming familiar with something or becoming a familiar with the facts or 
the theoretical concepts is what we call as a knowledge you must have a deeper understanding of these concepts these are all concepts okay and this is something you must know how to implement in real time so don't forget like don't confuse with this difference when you say knowledge of it means that it is something about your your way of understanding something or it is your way of basically you know getting some uh, uh, understanding or like how we can basically uh, or what is this concept or how this particular concept can be applied that is basically what we call as a knowledge the theoretical part and more it's a, it's a, like you know this is something which is mandatory for every person and how to do that in real time how to implement it in aws or basically how to do it in real time or basically how to apply the knowledge is what we call as a skill okay applying this knowledge is what we call as a skill so they have now divided every module into this this waste knowledge of and skills in and you can see that they have introduced a lot of services see if you scroll down you can see that they have introduced a lot of services and people ask me so Chris, do we have to learn everything let's say in compute you have all these services not exactly you have to learn in detail about this one this one this one and rest you must have a understanding of these things like just having a knowledge of the other things are fine so so in every topic when talking about storage or compute or containers etc in every topic you must know the skills you must know how the implementation part of certain particular topics and the other topics you must know how to do that or just the knowledge of the things are very important for example let's say now let's assume that there is something called a database i know that you don't you don't have to work in database all so if you basically know some one or two database how to implement that plus rest of the things if you are aware of it that will do the job got a team so this is a very important certification which basically uh, you know they want you to basically understand and learn about a lot of topics and a lot of concepts this is a very important thing and after this particular things are over there is something called as a aws architect professional it is also going to change in november but as of now we are using the existing curriculum team in this particular thing called as aws architect professional this is something which is basically needs a serious amount of cloud skills because whatever things you have learned in the aws architect associate you are learning in much more detail in the aws architect professional to give you an idea on that first of all we have a domain called as a aws organizational complexity right what do you mean organization complexity like for example let's say now we have an organization now uh, your company is a very small company it's fine but when your company is basically growing okay when your company is basically growing how do you basically uh, you know build a proper like you know how do i use multiple cloud accounts together how do i basically bring a complex multi account strategy how do i design policies for my business how do i manage the multiple accounts in a centralized manner how do i manage my cost for multiple uh, accounts that is what we learn in the design of four organization complexity domain it's talking about when your organization is becoming more complex when you have more your organization is growing how do you manage the solution then design for new solution what do you mean design for new solution like for example now companies want to basically have something called as a uh, you know infrastructure as a code 
or the companies want to have something where you are able to basically you know get new solutions as per the business requirements like uh, it must be able to have a proper high availability it must be having a proper uh, scalability it must be having a proper multi uh, deploy region deployments like the same way how do you design new solutions for your business that is what we call as a first, second one called as design new solution <clears throat> then we have something called as a migration planning so krish migration is very easy in fact, I have also felt the same thing, but still trust me migration is not so easy When you see you're doing a migration, there is a different ways of doing it rehost replatform Lift and shift there is a lot of things you are having in the migration So what are the key factors we have to understand to ensure my business can run? Without any trouble when I'm doing a migration process and how do I perform a simple migration and all these things? You must be able to have an understanding if you go for the migration planning and of course the course management domain you are aware of it because if you're talking about course management as I told you before How do I set the budget? How do I set the proper cost management? How do I see where is my cost and how the cost is changing? That is what we domain for cost control and domain 5 is all about continuous improvement That means that like for example, how do you basically optimize your existing solutions? That is what we call as continuous improvement. How do I optimize my existing solutions like this team? We have a total of five domains in these two things Okay, so First of all if you want to be if you want to start with the cloud computing platform And if you want to master these things team definitely you need to learn a lot of things before and after learning the Certification training before that I told you this is what you have to learn before you go to any cloud certification trainings These fundamentals you have to learn these are all fundamentals You have to learn before you go for any cloud certification trainings first thing and in the training you whatever your learning team this is what you're learning in a training like as i told you before i'll show I, I, you can see get the curriculum in the website and that is what you learn in the reading means this course part and after the course is over after you learn something by yourself or maybe from some from training centers or from me wherever it is once you learn something after that there is something called as a post learning things that means that like for example based on your existing job role and your existing skills you have to learn some additional things i'm not saying in the part of cloud platform maybe you know based on what kind of job role you're looking for what location you are from you have to learn some extra things so if you basically follow a proper approach for all these things team your learning strategy can be much more easier and just just for information if you want to write this exam for aws architect associate the exam cost is now 150 US dollars, okay 150 US dollars plus tax will come must according to the country and you can write this exam From your home or office or any Pearson view centers. That's it and This, this ex all the exams all the AWS exams now contain scenario based questions That means that they will give you a complete scenario and they want you to basically provide a proper best solution for that In fact, I will tell you one more thing when going for the exam, okay, there is some advantage we are having if you go for the exam first thing is that this exam allows you to basically mark the questions for review Like for example now, let's say we have a 65 questions in the exam Okay, and we have a total of uh, you know 130 minutes So basically what happens this 65 questions you have enough time to basically you know uh, See the all means answer all the questions, but just in case if you feel some questions are very lengthy or if you feel some questions are very lengthy and all it's more 
complicated you can just simply market for review so what happens only once if you market for review and once you finished all the rest of the questions they will show you all the questions which you have marked for review that you can answer later but anyway totally you have to answer the 65 questions for passing the examination the same for aws professional also team you have 180 minutes but the cost is 300 us dollars plus tax will come okay that's it so Tim, these are about the ideas about the exam part and as, as I told you before never think about the exam always primary think about the skills you want to get and then you can basically think about the examination perspectives. <clears throat> huh, see basically in Infosec train I am I am providing a, I'm providing multiple trainings one is basically the AWS advanced architecting combo. So it basically covers these two certifications called as a AWS certified architect professional. But as I told you before, I'm not covering it in a certification perspective. First of all, you can basically write the exam. It's fine. You can practice personally. You can write the exam. But the thing is that the primary goal of this training is to give you a deeper understanding of how to real time architect something. That is the first thing. Okay, so basically what happens in this training? I'm not covering it from the starting associate then professional I'm combining it together and giving you a, from the scratch to the advanced architecting. I'm giving it to you as a series And the fees and all these things you can basically, you know get in touch with me or basically any salesperson for screen and you will be uh, They will share you all the fees the structure and all these things for this training I'm, I'm just team. I'm just sharing my number here just in case if you need some doubts or if you want to Talk to me on something just message even maybe on telegram or whatsapp and we can fix the time and we'll have a call okay that's it so now team this this training is basically you know the training is basically of 50 hours okay total 50 hours training is there and basically uh, the 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 course which is currently planned is basically on 22nd august we have a batch coming on 22nd august and it will finish on 19th september it's a weekday batch actually because weekends it's already having the aws security batches running so i'm running this batch on the aws weekdays actually it's on evenings like from 8 I mean 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. IST ah, I'm, I'm having a course called as AWS combo where I'm talking about the AWS certified solution architect associate and AWS certified security specialty There's a batch already started the next batch is on only on September Perfect because you know that that batch is actually you know already full and basically we are have the next batch it, It's a lengthy batch. So it almost like 60 hours. It will take so it's a lengthy batch. That's why we are running it uh, I mean every two weeks, two months actually. That's it.